there will always be adversity. There will always be something that shows up that creates a challenge, that creates a moment of resistance or fear or anger or frustration. There's always going to be something that shows up. There's always something. My question to you is how do you process it, right? So when something like that happens, how do you react or respond? What are the thoughts you're having about it? How do you internalize it? It happens, you have the awareness, you you process it, you have thoughts about it, you internalize it, you have feelings about it, you realize it, but then you release it. And that's your action. The MVP of all of this is the time it takes from the moment of adversity to the moment you release it. So we'll get started. Want you to find that comfortable spot. And it's interesting, you know, if you're always setting up in exactly the same spot, maybe you move it around a little bit because we're creatures of habit and creatures of routine, but sometimes we need to put ourselves in a less comfortable position to see how we respond to that. So today we're going to talk a little bit about um, resilience and grit and mental toughness and, you know, fighting the, the resistance um, so maybe you don't set yourself up as comfortable. Maybe you set yourself up a little more upright, or maybe you, um, extend the legs or fold the legs in or something a little different than you usually do, because if we keep doing the same thing, then we're going to keep getting the same results. So we really want to be able to be flexible enough to make adjustments and to find ourselves a little uncomfortable and yet manage to find our way through that discomfort because the growth, the change really happens when you're uncomfortable. You know, if we think that we're sitting at the top of our game or we're at our peak point and there's nowhere else to grow, then we're just going to get complacent there. We're going to get comfortable there and everyone else is going to surpass us because they are going to find their way through the discomfort to a better version of themselves or a stronger version of themselves or a faster version of themselves or whatever it is that they're creating. So, so maybe we're not so comfortable tonight. Maybe if you were leaning against a wall, maybe you're not leaning against the wall. I, I don't know. You know, I don't know that the position that you're in, but I'm just encouraging you to think about maybe shifting your position in order to um, try something different. Maybe be a little uncomfortable and settle into that discomfort. Hmm, take a nice deep breath. Fill the chest cavity, fill the belly, and then exhale, soften and relax. So if that was enough for you, then all you have to do is just make yourself a little bit more, uh, a little less comfortable, um, find a little more discomfort, and then find the comfort in that discomfort. That's how we level up, right? We're here, we get uncomfortable, that uncomfortable um, feeling forces us to make choices, make decisions, work harder, do something different, move in another direction, and then we get comfortable. And then that next 
um, circumstance or situation or opportunity arrives and we have to push through the discomfort again. So, you know, life is a series of experiences and not all of those experiences are comfortable. And thank goodness they're not because it's the uncomfortable ones that force us to evaluate, to notice, to move, to shift, to change. Okay, so wherever you are, just be there now. It's fine. Take a nice deep inhale. Exhale, softly, gently release and relax into wherever you are right now. Take a nice deep inhale. And exhale, softly, gently release. So we are just settling into our bodies. So the body is settling. The um, rapid fire thoughts are settling. Your deep diaphragmatic breaths or the breaths that fill your belly are um, calming your central nervous system by way of the vagus nerve. And that's really a thing. When you take that deep breath into your belly, it actually squeezes or puts pressure on the vagus nerve, which sits at the base of the lower lobes of your lungs and massages that nerve that sends, um, sends your body into a calmer state. That's why people say, take a deep breath when you're feeling uncomfortable or you're, um, you know, out of sorts or you're feeling emotional because it is the deep breath into the lower lobes of the lung through the nose and all the way into the belly that actually um, reminds the body that you're alive and you're okay. And once the body knows that you're safe because you can take that deep breath, then you're Thoughts become clearer, your actions become more purposeful, and you are able to access the, you know, the authentic part of yourself, the, the true strength, the power um, physically, emotionally, uh, you know, within you. So that deep breath really does mean something. So let's practice that a little more. So I want you to feel the breath coming in through the nostrils and filling not just, it travels like through the lungs and fills the lower part of the lung. They call it deep diaphragmatic breathings because your diaphragm is actually moving. So fill that entire chest cavity, lung, lobes with breath. And then a slow, gentle exhale. So I want you to stay in that cycle or in that rhythm of deep breathing. And I'm going to explain it to you again, just so that you hear what I'm saying. When you breathe into the lower lobes of your lungs, the lungs themselves fill with air and that air presses on the vagus nerve. And that vagus nerve then sends the signal to your brain that you are safe and alive because you are able to breathe. So then your body starts this, this calming, you know, the, the system, the parasympathetic nervous system starts this whole calming effect because your brain has been signaled that you are alive and breathing, which means that you are safe from imminent harm. Now, if you're holding your breath or withholding breath, then your body moves into the overdrive and that overdrive removes clarity, 
it removes the ability to, um, you know, to think and feel and make decisions other than fight or flight or freeze, or they call the fourth one now fawn, which is to just kind of like pass out, right? So you're either running, you're fighting back, you're in a frozen state, unable to move, or you simply just drop out altogether. And that all happens when the body feels like it's in danger. And when you are not breathing, the body feels like it's in danger. So when you're holding your breath, it starts to activate the amygdala, which creates this whole drama in your body. So when we find that we're feeling nervous energy come in, the way to take care of that nervous energy is take a deep breath. And a lot of you know that already because your body does that automatically. But I just want you to pay closer attention to it because if you have the awareness of it or the knowledge of it, then you can control it and use it to your advantage. Just want you to pay attention. It's just nice, deep breaths the whole entire time we're on here. And I promise you that your system will feel calm, soothe, and relax. Honestly, it's not me doing it. It's you're activating it. I am just here holding space for it. So while we're moving into this calm, natural state in your body through our breath, I want you to, to ponder something. I want you to think about when things don't go your way, where do you point the finger? Are you quick to blame others or are you taking responsibility for your part or maybe a little bit of both? It's so easy to say, well, if they had done this, then I wouldn't be where I am right now. Or if they had gotten that hit, then, you know, it wouldn't have put me in this position. And then, you know, things would be different for me. But truthfully, pointing the fingers out to others doesn't hold us accountable. So we have to be accountable. We have to respond to our part. We can't control what others do. So if you're being reactive and you're placing blame, I want you to notice and remember, right? That all the moving parts, you're just one piece of all the moving parts. So to blame others doesn't help you. It's more often helpful to take responsibility for what it is that you can control. So if things aren't going your way, do you get angry and frustrated with yourself or do you get angry and frustrated with the people around you? My goal is if things aren't going your way, then choose another way so that you can get things going. And in order to do that, you might have to reset your system, which means that you might have to take that deep breath in because if you ordinarily get angry and respond from a place of anger, then you're not clear 
on what's next for you. So the anger doesn't help make you a better player. The anger steals the ability to be clear on what's next. So the best way to combat that feeling of anger or frustration is to reset it. It's emotional regulation. And how do you reset it? You take the deep breath in, fill the lower lobes of the lung, activate the vagus nerve, and allow your body to return to its normal calm state so that you can make a smart decision. So that you can make a decision, not a knee-jerk decision, but you can make a decision based on what's happening in that moment, not based on how you're feeling because something didn't go your way. How's that breathing going? Take that nice deep inhale. And exhale, release. So our thoughts are directly related to our feelings and to the action that we get to take, right? The action that we choose to take, the path we choose, the decision we make. So you have personal accountability and the ability to get clear, to take the necessary pause, to reset yourself and restart. And maybe it's the same you know, direction, or maybe when you take your reset, you see something more clearly and you choose differently. There will always be adversity. There will always be something that shows up that creates a challenge, that creates, you know, a moment of resistance or, um, you know, fear or anger or frustration. There's always going to be something that shows up. There's always something. My question to you is, how do you process it, right? So when something like that happens, how do you react or respond? What are the thoughts you're having about it? How do you internalize it, right? How does it make you feel? And you have to acknowledge all of these things. This all happens in that pause. And, and we'll talk about that in a second, right? So it happens, you have the awareness, you, you process it, you have thoughts about it, you internalize it, you have feelings about it, you realize it, which is, or realize, realize it, you realize that that's part of your awareness, but then you release it and that's your action, right? And the, the MVP of all of this is the time it takes from the moment of adversity to the moment you release it. How's that breath? So let's do this again. There will always be adversity. And with the adversity, it is how do you process it? What do you think? Like, you know, uh, it happens, whatever it is happens. And you're like, oh, I have a certain thought about it. So you recognize that thought. And then you internalize it. And you're like, wow, that, that makes me feel this circumstance, this situation makes me feel something. And you recognize that. And then you take action by releasing it. 
because the circumstance situation happened, the awareness, the internalization, and the release all happen, and then you get to move on. And then you get to move beyond it. And the MVP is the time it takes you from the circumstance or the adversity to the time you release it. The shorter that time, the quicker you return back to clear, focused, peak performance. Where's that breath, right? All, all the while we're processing, we're taking deep breaths, we're noticing, we're resetting our system so that we can move beyond it. It can take seconds, it can take days, it can take weeks, it can take years. Some people are still stuck in things, adversity that might've happened and they're still thinking about it. Thinking about something that happened five minutes, five weeks, five, year, five years ago, doesn't help in your performance right now. Feeling something that didn't feel good from five minutes, five days, five weeks ago affects your performance right now. Holding on to something that happened five minutes, five days, five weeks, five years ago affects your performance right now. The MVP is the turnaround time. How quickly can you move from adversity to beyond it, to releasing it, to letting it go so that you can continue on and be at your very best? So I would love for you to notice next time you're facing adversity, how long it takes you to be able to know it, think it, feel it, release it. So we're acknowledging it, we're feeling it, we're letting it go. And maybe there are some things that you are still holding on to, some, some moments of adversity or some things that didn't feel like they went your way or some anger or frustration from, you know, some aspect of your life. So let's work that practice right now. And you take a nice deep inhale. If there is something that you're holding on to, you haven't been able to release, or you're still thinking about, or that you're feeling bad about that has occurred in the past, because remember, we're no longer in the past. So hanging on to stuff in the past doesn't help us right now. Release it or let it go. And you can do that with an exhale. That's why these nice deep inhales, which activate that calming system through the vagus nerve, that parasympathetic system, also have an exhale where you can choose to use the exhale to just release or let it go. So maybe it's one breath, maybe it's two breaths, maybe it's three breaths, maybe it's four, maybe it's five, maybe it's 10. But I promise you, if you stay with it and you remind yourself that what's happened in the past is not now, and it does not have to affect my performance or who I am right now, I could let that go. 
So you practice that nice deep inhalation, draw the breath into the into the body, into the chest cavity, into the lower lobes of the lung, filling, and then exhale, release. One more little trade secret, take a nice deep inhale. And maybe this time, instead of out the nostrils, you just want to sigh it out the mouth. Your body recognizes that sigh as relief or release. And you can feel that. Nice deep inhale through the nose. And a gentle sigh out the mouth. It's cathartic. Cathartic is healing. Healing is repairing and repairing is returning you back to your optimal state. Emotionally, physically, mentally, nice deep inhale. And you get to choose your exhale. Nice deep inhale. Choose your exhale, but relax and soften the muscles on your face and release your shoulders and let your calves and thighs soften and melt your fingers and toes. Nice deep inhale. If you haven't done so already, gently close your eyes, just soften your eyelids. I want you to just notice your breath, those deep diaphragmatic inhalations and the slow, steady release or exhalation that will take your body to a restored state. Nice deep inhale. Slow, gentle exhale. 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 Nice deep inhale. Slow, gentle, relaxing exhale. Softening, releasing. So we have to remind ourselves as you continue to breathe, I'm going to help you remind yourself that there will be adversity. That things will not always go in the way that you plan them. There's too many variables for everything to go in the way that you've planned it. So you are going to come up against things that are not going your way. And when you come up against things that are not going your way, you're going to tap into things like resilience and grit and mental toughness and the ability to um, close the gap between the adversity and the time where you release the adversity. So you're going to think it in your thoughts and you're going to feel it in your body. And then the action is to release it. Everything starts with a thought, it processes through a feeling, and then there's an action taken. 
So the thought is what are you cognitively thinking about the adversity? What is your story? What is your thought? And then how does that make you feel? And you can recognize the feeling without having to push it outwards or activate it or get angry or get frustrated or throw something or yell. I mean, you don't have to do any of that. Part of the emotional regulation is to recognize the feeling for what it is. And then continue on if that feeling is keeping you from your end goal. So you release that feeling, you know, you, you kind of make peace with that. You're like, okay, I understand I was angry. I know that anger is not helping me right now. So I'm going to release that anger because it doesn't serve me in this moment. And I'm going to reset my body, take those breaths. I'm going to take that pause. I'm going to use the, the technology inside my body to reset my body so that I can move forward in my best version with my optimal performance. So we know it's coming. So we practice now how we're responding to it. We know it's coming. Can be called by the umpire you have no control over. Could get hit by a pitch. Could miss something. Could be strike three. Whatever it is that is feeling like it's not going your way, that's creating that adversity, that is making you think things and feel things that take you away from your best performance. And the opportunity to use the inhalation to soothe the body and the exhalation to release the adversity. You get a fresh start. You get a whole new at bat. You get a whole new opportunity to play another game. You get a whole new whatever. Reset, restart. Nice deep breath in. Part your lips, sigh it out. Don't cheat yourself. As long as the inhale, the exhale should be nice, deep breath in. Part your lips, sigh it out. One last time here tonight together, nice, deep inhale. And part your lips and sigh it out. This is how we regulate our emotions when we come up against adversity. We think it, we feel it, we release it. All the while we're practicing, finding and activating the body's technology to calm us and to center us and to bring us right back to focus so that we can have our best performance.